Welcome to the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast with me, Jonah. I am a kid who loves sports. I can talk about sports every day, all day. Think you can handle that? Then stick around for today's show. My guest today is Leticia Beck. She is the first female Israeli professional golfer. Time for some news. Let's check out what is happening this week in the sports world. First, the NBA is going into the bubble. Some of the NBA players are already in Orlando practicing. I cannot believe that the NBA is moving forward in the process of starting back up again. Let's hope we get to see some basketball soon. Next, we have some news in the NFL. The Washington football team may change their name. This action comes after several top sponsors, including FedEx and Nike, threatened to stop supporting the team. Strange news alert, two pilots are in hot chicken soup after they recorded themselves getting silly with a rubber chicken in the cockpit of a Boeing 737. In the video, the first officer and pilot traded off using the chicken to operate the airplane's throttle and making it squeak while mugging for the camera. A spokesperson for the airline commented, while the images are unprofessional, the actions in them pose no risk and safety. I guess the airline thinks that there is nothing to cluck about. The next segment is unscripted. Some shows have a mystery crate or a fancy producer to give them content. Me? I have a lucky Patriots hat. I'm going to draw out some news and opinions from the week and give you my own scripted reaction. These are not just hot takes. They are in fuego. First, Patrick Mahomes recently received a new contract that could, be, that could last 10 years and be worth $500 million. Well, if I had a million dollars, I would be rich. But certainly, Patrick Mahomes is worth $500 million. He's the best young quarterback. He's already won a Super Bowl. And he's got talent to, to help his team for many, many years to come. Second question. The Lakers signed J.R. Smith, who famously cost LeBron an NBA Finals game when he forgot the clock. How many games will Smith last before LeBron gets angry at him again? Well, I don't think it'll be long because he really messed up. I think LeBron is going to have a short temper and going to get really angry at him if J.R. Smith makes one mistake. Beware, J.R. Smith, of LeBron. The third question. The Big Ten and Pac-12 both announced that football teams will only play teams from their own conference because of COVID-19. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you that there will be a college football season this fall? I think there is a slim chance that college football will appear in 2020 because I don't think we can stop the spread soon enough that we can play tackle football and hands-on sports. I would give the rating... A2 because I really don't think it's going to happen. 
And the final question goes to... What is your favorite hall on Holy Moly? Well, Holy Moly is a very funny show. I have two, maybe three. I like Uranus. Yes, it's very funny. I would say because you have a big chance of getting a hole in one. Another hole I like is gopher hole. It's so funny when the gophers pop out of the ground. I also like it when you ride the mechanical gopher. That is unscripted for you. Our next segment coming up is called Heroes and Zeros, hosted by my twin brother Gabriel. Take it away, Gabriel. Thank you, Jonah. This is Heroes and Zeros, where we talk about the best and the worst of the sports world. Our zero of the week is Deshaun Jackson. Jackson posted an anti-Semitic quote he attributed to Hitler and a hate-filled video that demonized Jews. After being called out for his anti-Semitic posts, Jackson deleted them from social media and apologized. Jackson is our zero of the week for being so thoughtless and ignorant in his views. Now on a happier note, our hero of the week is Julian Edelman for responding to Deshaun Jackson's Instagram post. In a video, Edelman explains that ignorance calls for education and invites Jackson to join him for a trip to D.C. In D.C., they will visit the Holocaust Museum and the African American Museum. Then, they will sit down and talk about their experiences. Edelman is our hero of the for his response to hate speech. That's all for Heroes and Zeros. Now Jonah will join me for Stick by Your Picks. Thanks, Gable. For those new to the show, Gable and I dissect the NFL schedule one week at a time. We pick our winners for five games each week. These are ironclad picks. That's right, we are very confident. We will not change our minds or our picks, no matter what happens between now and the game. Our lawyers have asked us to let you know that you should not bet your house on our picks. This is for entertainment purposes only. We are up to week seven. Announcer, tell us the first game. The New York football giants visit the Eagles. The Eagles are favored by five points. I think with the Eagles' home field advantage, they will come out victorious. But it will not be a pretty game. I agree with you. The Eagles and the home field advantage will beat the Daniel Jones Giants. Announcer, what is the next game? The Patriots host the San Francisco 49ers and are two-point favorites. I think the Patriots will win this one because they just got former MVP Cam Newton on their side. The game will also be in Gillette Stadium, a.k.a. Patriots home field advantage. I totally agree with you. Cam Newton and the Patriots are going to tear apart the 49ers defense. Thank you for agreeing with me for once. Announcer, what is the next game? The Kansas City Chiefs are five and a half point favorites as they visit... Mile High Stadium, and the Denver Broncos. I totally disagree with Vegas. 
because the Broncos are going to win this nail-biter with Drew Locke and Cortland Sutton taking down a terrible Chiefs defense. I totally disagree with you. I think Mahomes is going to crush the Broncos defense, tear apart him with Tyreek Kill, the cheetah. Announcer, what is the next game? Tom Brady and his Buccaneers travel to Vegas to take on the Raiders. The Bucks are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I think Las Vegas will win this one in Sin City as the Bucks will face time difference and the beast running back Josh Jacobs. I disagree with you. I think the Bucks will win this one even though the Raiders have home field advantage. Brady, Gronk, and Evans will crush the Raiders. Home or away. Announcer, what is the last game? The Los Angeles Rams host the Chicago Bears and are three and a half point favorites. I think Chicago is going to win this one. I think without Todd Gurley, the Rams are nothing and do not have a chance to win this one. I totally disagree with you. The Rams and Jared Goff are going to take down the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky. And that does it, folks, for Stick By Your Picks. Now, time for my amazing interview. My guest today is Leticia Beck. She is the first female Israeli professional golfer. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So how are you doing today? I'm good, yeah. I played a round of golf this morning, and uh, yeah, good. Oh, did you? Yeah, it just uh, rained a little bit here in Florida, but it's hmm. good. It's yeah. Good. <laughs> so first off the tee, how did you get so into golf when there is only one golf course in Israel? So I was born in Belgium, and then when I was six years old, we moved to Israel. Oh. And we moved uh, near the golf course, and my parents played golf recreationally, like not the best mm-hmm. golfers, but they loved it. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a big athlete, and I, I played like every sport that was in front of me, so <laughs> that was available. So I played tennis, I also played golf, I played soccer at school. So I just did everything that you know that I could do. So that's how I got into golf, even though we had one golf course. <laughs> <laughs> so how has the pandemic impacted your golf game? Yeah, so like March. So my first event this season was March. I think it was like a week before everything started. Um, then we were going to have a few weeks off and then back on tour. But then you know mm. we had to stop. And uh, first the courses were still open, and after a couple of weeks they closed everything for I think it was here in Miami. They closed it oh. pretty fast for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so I think they closed it for two months. So. It was uh, strange, but I used the time to like get fit and just try to concentrate on other things. So yes, it's like it wasn't great for my golf, and now I'm trying to get back yeah. to where it was before everything started. But I tried to make the most out of it. Yeah. But now, yeah. Yeah, now I'm working hard to try to get back to where my game was. Did you have a favorite golfer when you were a kid? Not really, um, because we only had one golf course, and also on yeah. TV we didn't have much golf. Uh, I was, I, you know, I knew Tiger was the, well, I think Tiger was the best, Annika was the best. So I, I always wanted the best people to win, I guess. Hmm. But I never had someone that I was like, wow, like I admire them. No? Do you have a favorite golfer now? 
no, I just love watching good, good golf swing. So like, yeah. I every like, I don't like players that are mean, but uh, I like you know I, I I watch golf swings and I admire all of them. Wow, what is it like playing in the LPGA Tour? Yeah, so I joined in 2015 was my first year, um, and uh, the first I think the first year was a little hard because I didn't know what to expect. And all my friends were, they didn't make it on tour yet. Yeah. They were on the tour below. Cause I just, I went on tour straight from college. Um, so mm. it was a little hard to be the only one um, from my country and nobody could, you know, was able to like help me with that yeah. or with my friends. But it was fun, it was fun, you know, playing among the best players, um, playing great courses, being spoiled with food. <laughs> It's just nice to be treated well. So it's, it's nice, nice experience. But sounds, well. that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel when you won Golden Meadows at the 2009 and 2013 Maccabia Games? And can you please explain to my audience what the Maccabia Games are? Yeah. So it's I always tell people it's almost like Jewish Olympics. So mm. every four years we have. Um, gathering of like all like uh, all sport in israel we also have all around the world but every four years the big one is in israel and it's actors from around around the world come to israel represent their country and their sport so completely like olympics <laughs> um but you know jewish people and uh, for me it was amazing it's just i have i have a big passion for like representing my culture and just seeing all the jewish well a lot of jewish athletes come together in yeah. Israel, it's like very, you know, for me, it was very meaningful. My first one I played, I was 13. Oh, that's yeah, young, very I, young. But yeah, but I didn't win. <laughs> but um, I remember walking in the opening ceremony, I was very emotional, especially coming from Israel, moving to, sorry, born in Belgium and then moving to Israel and then seeing everyone in Israel uh, together. It was nice. So winning the gold, it's, it's fun. It's a fun, like, it's a fun event. It's not like too competitive. <laughs> Um, but it's just, it's fun. It's fun wearing, you know, having a team because I never really have an Israeli team. Um, and, and you know, the, you know, carrying the flag and having yeah. teammates and it's just like fun. It's, it's, uh, it was a good experience. Yeah. You also competed in the 2016 Olympics. What are your favorite memories from that experience? Yeah. So I did go, so in the Olympics. I was the only golfer from Israel. Oh, um, I didn't. It's, it was an individual sport, but you, you, some players had, you know, a male, you know, on the team, a guy or another girl. Uh, I was the only one. Uh, but for me, it was very fun to just finally meet Israeli athletes because I'm in the states most of the year. I don't get to know yeah. a lot of athletes in Israel, so it was fun. And I also I was in the opening ceremony. Um, oh. So that, so that was very, very cool. And my parents and brother came to watch me. Oh, so I think that's that nice. Like the, yeah. So I think that was like the nicest thing is to have them there. And they were, they really enjoyed the experience. And having, you know, the fact that they enjoyed it so much for me, it was much more enjoyable. So just yeah. having them there and being so that sounds That sounds like a great experience for you yeah. and your family. Yeah, yeah, they really enjoyed it. Do you have a favorite course or one that you always wanted to play? Yeah, so I, I am not a, I, 
I'm not a person that loves like that like will travel everywhere to go and see a nice golf course I like courses that are in good shape but I do have one from high school that I always remember that I and I appreciate that golf course is PGA they play there we also have junior events there but it's in South Carolina in Hilton Hilton in um, Harbor Town um, so the guys they have so that's a really nice golf course so um, I like that course but I played in a lot of nice courses in New York so in between tournaments sometimes I stay in New York because oh. in the summer is not <laughs> not the best to be in Florida <laughs> and there they have amazing golf courses so I will say yeah the New York has, you know, amazing facilities. Um, but South Carolina was my favorite. That's pretty good because you you're in Florida. So you live in Florida, so you you got to be got to be going to a lot of golf courses here because yeah. it's it's Florida. Yeah, well, Miami we have a little less courses. Oh. Um more north you have more like Jupiter a lot of people are there, Orlando a lot of people are there. Miami mm. a little less. But oh. I love the community in Miami. And uh, so that's why I stay here. Not as many mm. professional golfers, guys a lot, but not so many girls. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there are a lot of, I mean, enough golf courses, just not as much as like Jupiter and Orlando. But no, yeah. I, I like it, yeah. So who are some of the best players that you played against? I haven't played with guys, only a couple of PGA guys, but the girls like on tour. Um, on the LPGA, a few times I was like second to last group. Um, so I would play with top 10 players in, in the world. So that was wow. uh, so that's nice. I mean, Aria, she's like number one in the world. I played with her. I played with a few other number one in the world, like past um, one in the world. So it's just nice. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, yes, they're good, but they're not like special. It just yeah. being consistent. You have to be consistent to be one of the best. Yeah, I agree. So what is one tip that you would give a junior golfer like me? Yeah, so I think, well, nowadays, speed is very important. So hitting the ball hard. In the past, it wasn't as big, I think, but now you can see that the best players are hitting the ball so far. But yeah, it's just like being free and hitting it hard and short game. Okay. You know, amazing short game. That's something is when I was a kid, my I didn't need short game because I was hitting a lot of greens. Yeah. But that what that was hurting me a little bit. But um, short short game is very very important. And, and as a kid, if you practice a lot of short game, it really you really keep it as a, an as an adult. And when you're young to work on your golf swing, you change you know your body, you get taller, stronger, so it's not as important. Yeah. But short game always stay the same, putting and just like speed. So I will say, you know, have a lot of fun around the green, um, competing against each other with, you know, chipping and putting. And, yeah, because yeah. me and my dad do uh, chipping and putting uh, competitions against each other. Yeah, it's really good. La one of the last questions. If you could play any other professional sport, what would that be? Oh, that's a good question because I love sports. I play so many sports. Um, Actually, when I was 12, I won the Ladies Israeli Open in golf in Israel. Wow. And before that, I was playing three times a week golf. Uh, no, three times a week tennis, two, two times a week golf, and then soccer five days a week. Wow. So golf was the one sport that we saw a future in it because everything else you need like a team. Yeah. Um, it's just a little bit harder. But maybe I think I would have been pretty good in tennis. 
So either tennis or soccer. Soccer is a little hard because as a kid, I was the only girl playing soccer in Israel. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say tennis, yeah. I still play a little bit of tennis and ping pong once in a while. Tennis? Okay. Yeah. So thank you, Leticia. I really appreciate you being my guest today. As part of every interview, I ask my guests a short, rapid-fire quiz. Mm. So I give you two options, and you choose the one you like best. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Marvel or DC? Marvel or DC? DC. Cats or dogs? Dog. Star Wars or Star Trek? I don't know what those are. (laughs) (laughs) Being inside or outside? Huh. That's tricky. I will say inside because I'm so much outside. (laughs) Car or motorcycle? I'll say car. Chair or couch? Couch. Football or football? (laughs) Football. The real football, European football. (laughs) (laughs) Pool or beach? Huh. Now I will say that's tricky. I don't go outside much in the polar beach. I'll say now I will say beach. All right. Netflix or Disney Plus? I'll say Netflix. Hot dog or hamburger? Oh. They will have to be kosher, but I will say hmm. hamburgers. Good job. <laughs> and finally. My listeners really want to know, what is your highest score in bowling? Oh, that's funny. I showed someone the other day bowling. I think it's around like 165. Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. My grandfather used to take me bowling as a kid with my sister. But yeah, I wish I was better. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for uh, joining me today. Thank you so much for having me again. Thank you, Leticia, for that interesting conversation. Now, what would sports talk be without list? Bupkis. So here's my list of the day. Top 5 golf cart snacks. Number 5, pretzels in a Ziploc baggie. They are tasty for me, but they are easy to go snack for birds. Listen to me. I know from experience. I saw my snack fly away to the top of my clubhouse. Number 4, gummy bears. Because when they get warm and sticky, they help you get a better grip on your club. Number three, chocolate. When it melts, your glove gets sticky and slimy. But no worries, your hand is like a delicious chocolate fountain. Number two, Pop Rocks. It's a great distraction to your opponent. When they are swinging, you put some in your mouth and start popping. And nothing draws gators out to scare off the slow boomers that won't let you play through like my number one golf cart snack, Beef Jerky. Woo-woo! All right, thanks for joining me for this edition of a Little Man Big Mouth Podcast. Check out our next episode when it drops. Till then, see ya! You can find the Little Man Big Mouth podcast on your favorite podcast service. Listen, subscribe, and review to let others know how much you love the show.
You can also follow us on Instagram, Little Man Big Mouth Show. This has been a Hefeweizen podcast production.